pandemonium reigns. Week 10, y'all. It's on deck. It's here. It's a banger of a weekend. Your boys are going to talk about it. Thanks for tuning in with us. I'm Dan. He's Mike. This is Pandemonium Reigns. We got a slate, an absolute slate to talk about. We're going to highlight this weekend by talking about mainly two games. We're going to discuss Missouri at Georgia and LSU at Bama. And we're just going to rapid fire through some other ones right here towards the end. Appreciate you hanging out with us and letting us tickle your ears. Man, are you gonna be you're gonna be in front of the TV this time, right? And like not going camping, not doing something silly this weekend? Somewhat. I'll be somewhat in front of a TV. Um I'll be on the road quite a bit this weekend actually. Um doing some doing some traveling, doing some hanging out. But uh definitely gonna take in some ball, probably gonna record a couple games, make sure that I get a chance to to be ready to talk about them next week and nice. enjoy them for that matter. Um but yeah, gonna be able to watch some football this weekend for sure. Just not sure which games or how much. For sure. I got you, man. Well, my carcass is going to be parked in front of the TV. Going to try to indoctrinate my children at this point. As you should. Good parenting. Sacrifice some goats and lambs, maybe some stuffed animals. I think that's a that's that's a proverb. That's in the Bible, correct? Thou shalt. Uh, if it's not, I'm going to add it. Thou shalt teach child to loathe Gary Danielson, right? <laughs> none of our none of our games are on CBS, are they? Uh, yeah. Uh, both actually Missouri uh, Missouri Georgia I believe is the CBS 330 and then Bama LSU is the night CBS game 745 kick uh, which is a bold strategy because that's that's asking CBS to wrap a game up within four hours mm. uh, based on how late the 330 kick will be in Athens yeah it's a bold move cotton let's see if it works yeah. out for him let's see let's see uh, if that's the case, what's going to happen is it's just going to be the two TV setup this weekend. It's just what's going to have to happen. So yeah, you're going to need it. You're going to need it for this weekend. So uh, let's dive right into it. Let's get into the topic of our first game: Missouri at Georgia. The Tigers traveling down to Athens, kitty cats and doggies. You got a fifteen and a half point spread in Georgia's favor and an over under. Of fifty five and a half, how does that? How does that over under? What does that tell you? Over under does not tell me it's going to be a shootout. Well, wait, hang on. My gut tells me that George is not going to be in a shootout, as in a barn burner. They might mm-hmm. be in a close game for four quarters, like they were with Auburn, like they were with Missouri last year. The problem for Missouri is that they're playing Georgia in the slot that that Tennessee played Georgia in last year. It's at home. First week of November, uh, Georgia was just handed the number two spot in the CFP poll, the one that matters, even though it's still too early to matter. It's the one that does matter. Right. That's the very unfortunate thing for Missouri this week. So if they give Georgia a game like they did in 2022, I will be massively impressed. My tune will be totally different than it's ever been on Eli Mm -hmm. Drinkwitz. Uh, but 55 and a half does not tell me, it doesn't scream to me that this is going to be a really high scoring game. I think Vegas is just scared to put this in the upper 40s or certainly any lower than that. Mm. Uh, well, I'll just go ahead and tell you now, my my prediction is going to hit the under. Probably right there with you. My prediction is going to hit the under. I think what I want to talk about the most regarding this is, <clears throat> well, Missouri's just kind of come out of nowhere. 
Um, I mean, we were talking about going into the season. Is is Eli Drinkwitz going to survive? Well, he's yeah. he's going to survive. He's going to he's going to add years to his contract potentially. Uh, he is no longer he is. <laughs> <laughs> he has separated himself from the likes of Shane Beamer. Uh, he is in a, another category, and that is an attribute to the work that Eli has done with considering the departures of guys like Dominic Levitt, right? Uh, oh yeah. But it's also it's also a shot straight to Shane Beamer and the the dumpster fire that are the Gamecocks right now. Straight at Columbia, straight at the whole program that's going on right now, ran by the clown that is uh, Shane Beamer. Yeah, uh, I I viewed these guys very similar entering at least 2022. Uh, I don't know that they separated themselves a whole whole lot last year. This year, though, totally different story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I like the way that you know it's not like I'm a fan of the Missouri program. I mean, they're they're a, a current divisional opponent for Tennessee. Yeah, but I do admire the way that they're doing this with a guy like Brady Cook, uh, a junior who that they've played now for two years who literally bleeds Missouri black and gold or black and yellow, whatever their, their color is there. I don't even know what you'd call it. Yeah. Uh, he bleeds that program, man. Yeah. It means so much to him. Whereas in Columbia, South Carolina, they, they, for them, they nailed it in the portal. Obviously Rattler disappointed in his first stop, but I mean, Beamer has killed the portal. That's, that's been the thing. He, he's done really well in the portal. He's lost some some very important. I was going to say he's also been hit year. by the he's also been hit by the portal. The portal giveth, portal portal giveth, and the portal taketh away. It's almost like he has hit his head going in and out of the portal. Is is the way that Beamer acts and coaches sometimes. But you know, there's really some admirable things and and some serious differences that have come up between those programs now. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if this if this upset takes place? I mean. The the drastic effects on both ends. I mean, what kind of look does that present? To, I, I, I listen. I don't, I don't care how good Missouri is or is not. Right. When you take an L into the forehead from Missouri and Eli Drinkwitz, when you're Kirby Smart, when you're like you're you're so different in personality, right? Like Eli's out here playing with you know lightsabers and you know using whatever kind of gimmick motivation he can find and Kirby's just like let's just punch him right in the bleeping mouth right yeah. um a, a loss for Georgia might knock them out of playoff consideration might not because they're a top 12 team of course that's going to skyrocket Missouri up the up, up the up the playoff rankings but I don't know what do you think does does that ultimately? I mean, that's it's a gut punch, right? Like you can't you can't afford another goof. You, you now have to turn. You have to win Atlanta. You don't get to lose Missouri at home and then turn around and 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 lose Atlanta well as well and still get in. Especially when you got like the likes of Washington who are on the outside currently looking in. And in my mind, they're very much a playoff team. But I said the same thing about North Carolina, and and here we are. <laughs> Georgia Tech strikes again. Uh, but I mean, imagine imagine a Georgia loss here. Not saying oh, yeah. it's going to happen, no. but imagine. Yeah, and like it would be the wildest thing, just just off the personalities that you just described between the head coaches and how you know they couldn't be more, be more opposite, really. Yeah. Uh, when you look at it, and, and and also roster makeup. I mean, seriously, Georgia's roster is made up. The bottom end of Georgia's roster is made up of of Missouri stars from last year. Mm. I mean, that's how this this is this is right now. Georgia's clearly not what they were. 
in like one key position. That's their interior defensive line. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah, it kind of sets up well for Missouri the way they run the ball with Schrader and Cook. Yeah. But I mean, a loss for Georgia in this game. I'm I'm almost I can almost say that it would knock them out. But it, I mean, they're going to Atlanta if they win out, no matter what. If they if they limit it to one loss, they're going to Atlanta. Sure. They win that game, they're in the playoff. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 a really big hit, but no one handles a loss and and really any form of disrespect or bulletin board ish material, nobody handles that like Georgia right now. They are they've they've taken that straight from Alabama. Uh, Kirby brought it directly from Nick Saban's soul. He he pulled part <laughs> of that away from yeah. Nick Saban when he left yeah. town. I don't know how. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it would be it would be wild. I, I I almost can't imagine it, but Georgia's still right there looking at it with with a win out situation that they were in two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So uh, same coin, opposite side. Missouri wins this game. Let's look at it, you know, through through their lens. They got one loss on their record against uh LSU. LSU. Okay. So a quality, quality loss there if those exist. You gotta think that if you can beat Georgia at home, you can beat Tennessee or Georgia in their place, you can beat Tennessee at home, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You, you gotta think, matter of fact, you gotta think that if you can beat Georgia at home, you can beat anybody oh, anywhere, yeah, yeah. and you can definitely do it on neutral t- turf in Atlanta, right? Absolutely. You you should think that. Yeah. And what this can, what that what that would do? I don't care if it's one point, three point, seventy points. It's going to skyrocket them. Uh, the because because the narrative is going to be, oh my gosh, down goes Georgia, right? And and, and Missouri did it. Is, Missouri, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, just adding on to what you're saying, yeah, right, right. Now, I, I, Georgia fans would be begging for the BCS <laughs> system, say, hey, like, don't pay attention to that stuff, like, because the uh, the playoff committee's humans, and they're going to say, well. <laughs> this this is Georgia and you're Missouri. I mean, so um, <clears throat> Missouri's going to be basically in the spot of like Washington right now, right on the outside looking in five, six, seven, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, their loss, you know, LSU is probably not as good of a loss this year as it has been, but still yet. I mean, it is LSU. It, it was at home. That's unfortunate for Missouri. Uh, it was a home loss, but you know, Still not the end of the world. You know, this I mean, this game is is for the driver's seat to Atlanta, is what it is. It's just no one ever would ever think it comes down to Missouri and Georgia in the no. first week of November. I mean, again, you know, either team who the winner of this this game wins out, they go to Atlanta. Georgia loses this game, they win out, they go to Atlanta. You know, most likely. Uh, because or no, that's that actually is incorrect. I mean, yeah, I it, it's say. for Atlanta. It's for Atlanta. But you just you would never expect it to be this setup. These two teams. I mean, the only other option, or only the case in which it's not, is if we win out. Yeah, that throws if, a wrench. If Georgia things. loses tomorrow, we Tennessee wins out. Uh, that would throw that would that would technically send Tennessee, I believe. Well, I, I just want to say this for all the Georgia listeners listening: Tennessee's not winning out. It's not happening. I'm <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. Uh, you mentioned on the Kentucky recap, you know, the the engagement we got on X with can this Tennessee team beat Georgia? Uh, appreciate the engagement. I'm sticking to my guns. This team cannot. They might. I mean, you play the game 10 times, you know, maybe you win one. Right. But it's, you, you play it once. Play it once. And I don't like the odds. So 
whatever. So just the opposite, man. Like you, 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 you flip the results. You get a Georgia win here and a Mizzou loss, and it's just another day at the office for Georgia. A hundred percent. Even if they, you know, last year we thought it was a sign of, of cracks in the foundation. You know, you name the cliche, you name the 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 dynasties over type things because they have a close game, a close win at Missouri. Mm-hmm. That's a weird stadium at night. It's it's a weird stadium. I don't I don't think it was that cold then, but it's a weird stadium when when the weather cools down. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's a day at the office. If they win by one point, it's a day at the office. Is ultimately what it is because yeah. they still have this thing, and and obviously they've had games where it hasn't mattered, but they still have this thing where they're playing without the best offensive player in the country, just about Brock Bowers. Fair. Uh, no matter you know if they again win by a point, win by fifty. I don't I don't mm-hmm. I don't think you can discount that. Yeah. Um, I don't. I wouldn't think that Missouri's the team that can take advantage of of Brock Bowers being out, especially with Delp being such a serviceable backup. And that's mm-hmm. really a shot at him unintentionally uh, when I mm-hmm. say serviceable. But I mean, yeah, it's a it's a day at the office, no matter how Georgia wins it if they yeah. win it. Yeah. Uh, nobody's talking about it once it's over. But if 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 Mizzou pulls it off, then we're going to be talking about this loss for what is arguably the rest of the season because, I mean, Georgia's all but a lock to go to the playoffs, all but a lock to go to the Natty, high probability to win the thing. So, yeah. Yep. All right, let's dive into some numbers. Uh, Statistical leaders for Missouri. Quarterback Brady Cook, 2,200 yards, 15 scores, three picks. Listen, man, I like those numbers. I don't don't care who you are, and I don't care what your strength of schedule is. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, there's so much to like about his game. Um, I really found some things to like about his game last year when they traveled to to Knoxville uh, in a losing effort, of course. But, I mean, I, I love his toughness. I love the way that he runs the ball and keeps plays alive. He's not Michael Vick, um, but I love, I, love, I love his game. He's obviously grown tremendously in this game. Um, he loves Luther Burden. Who wouldn't uh, when, when you've got him out there? Any position on the outside? Yeah. Yeah, so much to like about him. And, and again, not that I'm a Missouri fan, but anytime a team has a quarterback that is just – his blood isn't red, it is your school's colors, I admire that. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, you pair him with the guy in the backfield, Trader, 140 carries, 807 yards, found the end zone nine times. I like that. I don't know what's after him, which for the game coming up, in two weeks with them, that makes me feel better because can we, we 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 run fit very well, but and you know George is going to, so I don't want to get into an orange cast here. Uh, but I'm curious to know what's after Schrader. Not even yeah. statistically speaking, I'm just I mean obviously the numbers speak for the, this dude himself. But then and as you mentioned, uh, Luther Burden, 61 catches, 905 yards, six scores. Does he hit a thousand coming out of Athens? Does he? Does he? Does he? Does he get 95 yards? No, yeah. he doesn't. You know, I'm not going to go the Ray Davis route against against Georgia that I did for Kentucky. And there's there's aspects of, of Missouri that I like much more than I like, uh, of you know, versus that of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But for him to get 95 yards, I mean, you know, if he gets 95 yards, I'm going to be wondering just how close this game was if Georgia won it. Um, but I just, I'm you know, he's going to get the attention of either it, when he lines up outside, the best cover corner that Georgia's got mm-hmm. when he lines up inside. Just think about the dudes that are going to swarm if the ball goes his way 
And obviously the ball has gone his way almost double the times of anybody else. So I don't like his chances to get 95 yards in Athens. I think this is going to segue us well into the the final preview and prediction then. He's got to – he has to get his in order to pull off this upset, right? I mean – No doubt about it. And Georgia is probably going to say, all right, well, we know you can run well, um, but – we're gonna we're gonna roll coverages. And we're gonna do different things, and it's gonna be really hard to get the ball to burden. Uh, but if 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 Missouri is smart, they'll they'll be creative in the ways that they get him touches, uh, jet sweeps, quick screens, bubbles. You know, uh, obviously you want the ball in the air beyond thirty to forty yards because he's really good in that department. Yes, he um, is. But if he doesn't, I mean, if he doesn't get his, if he if he walks out of there, let's say with. A good amount of catches. Let's say eight, seven, eight catches, but the yards are around, you know, 30 to 40 and maybe one score. Not good enough to get it done for the upset, right? Absolutely not. So if they, if Georgia isolates Burden, you know, who is going to be the one to step up? Who's, who's, who's going to be the one that we're, that we're talking about that said, man, this guy was electric. Um, and so my question is, is there, is there a guy that we're talking about in that case? And if there is, who is it? Yeah, I, for for me, I would say there's not. When you when it just again, just considering that that Burden's got 25 catches more than the next guy, I know that they like Mookie Cooper. I know that they like Weiss, uh, and uh, you know I believe they can they can throw to their backs, you know, that way. Yeah, I, I yeah. just don't like it. You know, I, that's the bad thing about this. Is I like Georgia's ability to win in multiple ways. Obviously, yep. Missouri, I'm worried about Missouri if it if it can't be their what they want to do. You know what I mean? If they have yep. to revert to another another attack or you know find something else, I don't like that uh, because there's already so many things that I don't like when anyone plays Georgia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just don't I don't like I don't like the idea of Missouri having to go to Plan B or Plan C. You name it, I think that's going to get their quarterback killed. Uh, if that's if that's what it comes to, uh, Brady Cook. But yeah, I mean they've obviously got guys that they can shot with. Boy, their success really falls off to me if that's what it comes to. Yeah, I mean I think it has to be Burden, and if it's not Burden, I think it has to be Brady Cook after that. And I just don't know if that is possible. I think Georgia's now licking their chops if they're saying you're going to put the you're going to put the game in Brady Cook's hands. Okay, cool. Let's let's Agreed. let's play let's play that game. Uh, we're we're yeah. down. We are down. Um, all right. Well, let's get into the final preview and prediction of it. Again, uh, you've got an over under of 55 and a half, 15 and a half in favor of Georgia. ESPN FBI has got this game 83 and a half percent in the dog's favor. Michael Walker, what you got? 83 and a half is so staggering when you talk well, about you know a what? matchup. I, I, let me cut you off. Yes. But ESPN can also suck an egg. Yes, it can. Um, <laughs> it, it's just staggering in the sense that it's a one-loss team. Uh, I don't love Missouri's schedule. I love that they kind of gave everything, LSU, everything they wanted. I just don't love their schedule. I just don't love some of their wins. Obviously, they've improved as the season's gone. Okay. Georgia Georgia's going to cover this 15-and-a-half, I think. As as badly as I want to say under, 
I do think that Missouri will 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 stoke a couple drives together enough for Georgia to basically carry that spread that over under a fifty five and a half. Mm-hmm. But I do think Georgia covers, and I think I'm going to go thirty eight to twenty. I, I think I think this game is actually going to be closer than that through about two and a half. I just think it's going to catch up to them. I think the the adjustment factor as as the third quarter goes, mm-hmm. the first couple drives after halftime. Yeah, I think I think Georgia's going to win it in that frame in that section of the game. Okay, okay, so over by halftime. Is that what I'm hearing? No, no, no. I'm I'm saying close, close ish into half, but the the punch back out of the game coming back in the third quarter. I think that's when George is going to create some separation. Okay. I misunderstood. I misunderstood. No, no, you're okay. good. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, yeah. I <laughs> I like Georgia. I like Georgia for a lot of reasons. I think I think Missouri has one formula in order to win this game. And I think Georgia has about a hundred in order <laughs> to win this game. Uh I'm gonna take the dogs 35-17. I'm not sure what that math is. Does that mean they cover? 52. That means well, yeah, that's that hits the under. I knew that. I'm looking at the spread. I don't do I don't math well. Um, yeah, so Georgia's gonna cover. Um, is is what that's gonna boil down to. I'm gonna take them 35-17. I just I guess I'm not completely sold on Mizzou who they are yet. Um, you know, if this was I don't know any anybody other than Georgia. I might feel different. Any, uh, yep. Okay, any, anybody outside of who's sniffing the playoff right now, I might I might feel yeah. different. Um, I'm certainly gonna struggle to pick this game when it's when it's UT Mizzou. Um, that's gonna be struggle bus. But um, yeah, for now I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Georgia. We're both gonna take Georgia. Mike's gonna take them 38 to 20. I'm going to take them 35-17. And I think we'll learn a lot about trying to project this game for Tennessee, uh, obviously, on Saturday. The thing is, they've they've strung wins together, but it wins over South Carolina, Kentucky, uh, which was probably, to me, one of their more impressive wins on the year. That's including Kansas State at home, who they beat by three. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not sold on the wins, who they've come over. I think the the fashion in which they beat Kentucky is is what really stands out to me. Not seeing every minute of that game, though, I don't know where the blame falls. If it goes to sure. Kentucky or if it's credit to Missouri, uh, but yeah, I think we'll learn a whole whole lot, be able to project a whole lot better. Huh. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I'm I'm just hoping that uh, Eli Drinkwitz takes the field in a Darth Vader suit and an actual lightsaber. And I know what else I was going to say. I know there was a reason I stopped you. Uh, the other reason that I don't love this is that there's not a wider backfield in all of America. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, the 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 Duke basketball team of college football are the Georgia Bulldogs. We're picking them both. We like the dogs at home. Next up, we got LSU at Bama. Over under is sixty one and a half. The spread falls in favor of Bama, and you have to believe. Just like we've talked about with South Carolina, Tennessee, that this is one that Bama has had, one of two that Bama has had circled going into this year. Um, Jaden Daniels with an epic performance last year. 
um, in Baton Rouge, getting that win uh, on a two-point conversion play, if I remember right, to Mason Taylor in overtime. I got to believe Bama's got this one circled, man. Dude, if they don't, and I would be absolutely shocked. Nothing actually, you know, you asked me to look for upsets, and I'm not saying I'm calling this this one at all. We'll get to that point in just a minute. Yeah. Nothing would maybe surprise me more in college football this week than LSU winning this game. You know, and again, sorry for the spoiler. I know we're about to get to the project to, to the actual numbers here. I mean, Bama, dude, they sweep the leg. They they hold the grudge. Uh Saban goes for the jugular. You name it, dude. Yeah. And and then, you know, it look, it's not like either team neither of these teams were winning a championship this year as it's played out, obviously, to my mind. Sure. Sure. Uh, Alabama could still shock us all. They could. They're they're it lines up for them if they execute. Yeah. But not, not a lot of impress uh impressive wins. As you look down the the LSU schedule, they've they've won two games by sixty two points exactly. Does that do it for you when it's Grambling and Army? Yeah. And it's six loss army. It's not, you know, yeah, it's not one or two loss army like it's been at other times. Uh, Bama right. still, I mean, not exactly selling anyone. They've they've improved. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean, it's, but again, if if, any, if they do anything, they sweep the leg, they get their revenge. Yeah, it's exactly what they do. But I, I have to come back to this remark. You'd be you'd be you'd be more surprised with a LSU win over Bama than you would Missouri over Georgia. It would be dang close in my mind, dude. Wow. Dang close. Wow. Because of the this is the revenge factor. This is the Saban factor. It's all those things. Uh, losing to the same team. Two years in a row, which he's not done in ten years now. It, you know, I'd be shocked if he's done it within ten years now. I mean, he lost. Uh, at, there was a year in between. I was going to say he lost to Clemson uh, in the twenty sixteen right. and twenty eighteen natties, but right, you know, right. that's you can't can't count that. It's only Ole Miss, right? It. It's only Ole Miss. That's the I one think. I'm going back to. I think. I think. I think Hugh Freeze is the only one to do it. Woo! Wow. And if and surely if there was another one, we would the, the media would have let us know. Surely, I mean, surely. Well, if if LSU is such a surprise to you to pull this off, what has to happen in order to pull it off? Well, frankly, what has to change? That's that's the bad thing. LSU has to change. They have to change from who they've been all year because you look at. You look at three point win over Arkansas. Arkansas's got six losses. Okay. Uh, you've got impress. You've got probably this is this is what's bad. Most impressive wins. You you blow out Mississippi State. You blow out Auburn. You you give up a thousand yards to Ole Miss. Doing a lot of the same things. Like it's not like Ole Miss was running triple reverse passes. Uh, you know, and finding ways down the field that way. Yeah, they were doing a lot of the same things. Getting guys going. Uh, so what has to change for LSU is their defense has to has to be someone they've not been. They have to get Milrow on the ground. They've got to stop his legs. Yeah, they've got to not give up the deep ball, which they do at an alarming rate. Right. Um, just so many things have to change, and then their offense has to execute in Bryant Denny Stadium, not in the friendly confines of Tiger Stadium at night. Flip the script. You're going to Bryant Denny at night. You're look. You're probably playing eleven on fifteen or eighteen, however many officials there are on the field. Yeah, change my mind on that. Good luck. Sure. So many things have to go your way. I think, I think you got to win the turnover battle by two plus Sheesh. to win this game. Sheesh. 
I, I think it's a little simpler than that. As crazy as it sounds, I think you just need a shootout. I think I think if this goes into I think if you hit the over, right? If you get above where did it go? 61, right? You get it, you get into the 30, 40 range a piece, and it comes down to who has the ball last. I mean, Jane Daniels, his his numbers tell you that he's He's nearly unstoppable. 25 scores on the year, only three picks, 2,500 yards. Compared to a Jalen Milrow, who has missed one game, I believe that was against USF, 1,600 yards, 13 scores, and five picks. I think the question is, and I, I think I think Jalen Milrow is your X factor. What Jalen Milrow do you get? Do you get that one where he throws the underneath ball and he just didn't see that, that, that under defender? Did he, did he throw it anyway? Like if you get that, then maybe you're looking at your plus two, you know, turnover margin. If you get that, then uh, I do think you could be in trouble. Um, but it could also come down to you know, as simple as a muff punt that puts LSU and you know immediately player two in the red zone or starting off in the red zone, you know, something like that. Obviously, that's that's just football period. But in specific to this one. LSU's like, man, let's make this, a, let's make it a shootout. But we ain't stopped anybody yeah. anyway. I mean, you're correct. Yeah, you're correct. I mean, they they could if they want to try to go the the Tennessee 2022 path. I mean, uh, they're more fit for that because of they because they've done it. Than Alabama yeah. is more fit. You know, they're they're less fit for that, obviously. Yeah. Um, LSU's run game. I like their run game a lot more than I like Alabama's. Even though, look at yeah. the similarities. Look at the athleticism of the quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've got 611 yards for for Diggs at LSU. I know McClellan's not – surely he's not got 6'11 on the year. I mean, I'm about to get to him in just a minute, and I'll tell you. Um, you've got he, – he's not. He's, he's about 50 yards short of that. You've got Milrow that's been sacked 13 more times than than Daniels, and he's played one less game like you said. He mm-hmm. didn't have a game last week because they had a bye after Tennessee, which also sets up for me for LSU. For sure. Yeah, I mean, take this game into the, uh, into the stratosphere, take it to outer space making a shootout that's that's the best path yeah um i mean although that's you never that you're giving yourself a 50 50 shot at least in that stance uh usually as long as you can get a stop here or there or have the ball last um yeah i mean that's that's what that's what they have to count on i don't like counting on that with with nick saban trolling the other sideline sure sure I, if I, if I'm Kelly going in this, I'm like, hey y'all, we we miss all the shots we don't take. Let's let's be aggressive, let's let's come after it defensively. If if they get the big play and score, awesome. We're gonna put their defense right back on the field. I'm I'm wanting the shootout. If I'm LSU, I think that's my best chance. You're probably correct. All right, well, let's get into the preview and prediction of it then. So, uh, or the final prediction of it. So, you got ESPN FBI thirty seven point six percent for LSU. That leaves Alabama sixty two point four percent. And then again, you're over under sixty one and a half. Alabama favored by three at home. What do you got? Well, I will tell you, I like that over um, just because LSU has not been slowing teams and stopping them. And Milrow has been finding that deep ball week in, week out lately. Uh, and, and that sets up, like we talked about, so poorly for LSU. I like the over. I like Alabama by right at 10. So let me think here. I'm going to say eh, I'll go a little bit under that. I'm going to go Alabama 38, LSU 34. Nope, I'll go 31. 
All right. Okay. Um, over under is at 61 and a half. My total sits at 61. I've got Bama 31-30. I think, I think that the LSU offense is going to get stifled in some scenarios and have to settle for some field goals, uh, which is going to set up again for their loss. Uh, so give me Bama. Un- un- unfortunately, I- I'm back to hating them again. Like, like yeah. I mean, I've always hated them, but you know, after we beat them last year, I was like, oh yeah, it's not so bad. Cuties. Yeah, yeah, but we've had some unfortunate Bama fans come troll our account. So, like, back to wishing death upon your program again. That's where <laughs> I'm at. Um, would never mind. I'm not going to say that over the year. Um, I'll take Bama. He's going to take Bama. I'm going to take him 31 30. Mike's going to take him 38 31. All right. This is how we're going to end this episode. We're going to, I'm going to throw three up potential upset opportunities at Mike, like he did at me last week. And man, he threw some absolute bangers at me when you look at this thing in hindsight. So I'm going to throw three at him, three opportunities. Uh, you're going to have to give me one. And then after that, we're going to go rapid fire throughout the rest of the country. Uh, we won't do final scores, but we'll talk about who covers, you know, that sort of thing. Who covers, who wins. All right, so here here are the upsets. Okay. All right. Iowa State at Kansas. Kansas is ranked number 21. Your spread falls into favor of Iowa State at two and a half. I don't care what you say. Iowa State wins that game. That's an upset. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got Kentucky at Mississippi State. Kentucky's favored at four and a half. I don't care what you say. Mississippi State wins that game. That's an upset. Yep. And then the last one, Jacksonville State at South Carolina. Yes. It's a 16 and a half point spread in favor of the Gamecocks. Why am I mentioning this one? Because Columbia is on fire right now. Which Gamecocks you say? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) That is a group five school that I just don't want on my schedule. They they've got similar, you know, juju to App State. So I don't want that. And you know, I mean, Jacksonville State pulled off the Florida State upset just a few years ago. Um, you know they're going to come for blood, that that South Carolina is going to get Jacksonville State's absolute best. This is their first year uh, as an FBS program. They're wanting to prove something, right? They, they want to be the reason that South Carolina fires Shane Beamer, right? Yeah. I think they're going to be coming in hot. The spread is minus 16 and a half in favor of South Carolina. Give me one of them. Kansas, Iowa State. Kentucky is at Mississippi State, correct? Yes. And then <laughs> Jacksonville State, <laughs> South Carolina. Wow. I'm I'm with you. You and let me let me make sure I heard you correctly. You said if Iowa State wins that game, that's the upset. But you know, ignoring the spread of two and a half in their favor, correct? I mean, it's an upset uh, upset because Kansas is top twenty five. I'm, I'm with you. It's it's a it's a ranking upset. Uh, it's not an upset of the betting spread, and I'm I'm, I'm agreeing with you on that. It's an upset for me if Iowa State wins that game. I mean, you're going to host Oklahoma, turn around or beat them, turn around and host Iowa State and lose. I mean, is, is that what exactly. you're going to do? Exactly, exactly, exactly. You and you're flying high. You're riding high with Bean at quarterback. Whew, Kentucky, man, they just got their best game out of their quarterback on the season. Wasn't enough to beat to beat Big Brother. Uh, that you that you still just cannot beat. And then Beamer. 
absolutely coaching for his job in this game. You know, I don't care what anybody says on the on the Gamecock beat or what the fans say. Lose to Jack State and see if you're employed on Monday, my boy. If I have to pick one, the most likely upset in this case. The most likely to me is still Iowa State. That's fair. Well, that's fair. I mean, the sp- I think I, the spread like tells you that. Answer. I feel like I'm even letting myself down on that answer. Well, man. you but. you had you had better opportunities to present to me last week. I mean, like uh, the writing was on the wall, right? And, and again, you did pull some magic out of your hat, but I, you had a little bit more to work with. Uh, yeah, so, and I could have uh, seen all three happening as well. I know, I know, I didn't probably exude that much golf. It was super close. That. But, you know, I, I really could have seen – when I presented them to you, I could have seen all three happening, even if I didn't uh, come across that confidently on that. In order of likelihood on this, I'm going to go Kansas losing to Iowa State, Jack State getting the upset over South Carolina, third Mississippi State beating Kentucky. That's just – they've had some really tough times. I know they're the home team. I know they've got – I know they want to do so, many, so much more um, – I just don't see it for him. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. Uh, is, is, are we doing the thing where you ask me the same question based off these three? Yeah, yeah. Let me hear you. Give me Jack State, baby. I know. <laughs> hear me. South Carolina is on fire. They are. They are crumbling. Shane Beamer just threw his son under the bus. Did you hear about this? No. What? Okay. So, long story short, he's he's apparently got a a, a young kid. Okay. I'll send you, I'll find it to you and I'll send you the clip. Y'all go, go search for it on Twitter. It's, it's, it's like a 45 second clip. He's talking about how his son has got some kind of like Halloween parade thing and it happened and mom and son didn't tell Shane Beamer about it. And he said, why didn't you tell me about it? And she comes back and says, well, you know, I just figured you would have practice or game planning or something. And I didn't want to burden you with this. And he, he either asks his son or his son gives an answer anyway. And he says, well, Dad, you're two and six. I figured you needed to work. My boy. That's my boy. Oh right? My gosh. Oh, my gosh. So. Why, uh, why would you ever say that, you idiot? <laughs> I mean, this is what he does. This is what he does. That's what he does. Man. Dude, he thinks it's hilarious. This is, this, is a, this is a recipe for disaster for him. You, this game is coming at a terrible you, – you, you're better off hosting or traveling to Alabama or traveling to Georgia at this spot where they expect you to lose because now there's all kinds of pressure on you, right? So can Beamer handle this pressure, which you got to know is there. They're two and six. They have to win out in order to go – to, to go bowling. So they're looking at this. I, I, th- I think it could go one of two ways. They either think that they, they're going to roll the ball out and they're just going to win this game and it's going to backfire and fight on the butt, or they're going to play, you know, uh, uber uh, conservative, uh, really tight. I mean, give me Jack State. Give me Jack State. Give me Jack Gamecocks State. taking down the Gamecocks in Columbia. I like that. That travels, that, that works both ways. Not an ideal kick time, probably at noon Eastern. Probably not ideal. Not what you want. Sure. Uh, I want to ask you this too: is is it Jacksonville State? I know there's a team that just made the move to FBS and is ineligible for a bowl because the NCAA is a communist party. Is it Jack State, or am I confusing them with somebody else? I think it's Sam Houston. I think I don't think Sam it's Jack State. Uh, I could be wrong about Sam Houston, but I don't believe it's Jack State. Okay, if it's if it is, let me just say if it is Jack State. If I'm if I'm thinking correctly on that, 
this is their bowl game. <laughs> their Super Bowl? Is that what you said? It's their Super Bowl? Oh, oh, yeah. no, no, yeah. never mind. I take it back. It's not their bowl game then because uh, Carolina is nobody's Super Bowl. But, yeah. you know, you're going to get a whole lot more up for South Carolina than you are from three and six Louisiana Tech and six and three New Mexico State. If you ask me, I know that, that New Mexico State one could impact some some conference uh, standings, some of those things. And look, they're a really good team, seven yeah. and two. You're, you're correct. You don't want to play them in, in regards to them being App State. Yeah. They have a better record than App State at this point of the season. Yeah. You don't want them, man. You'd rather play, you'd probably rather play Appalachian State at this juncture because they're at least four and four and not yeah. as dangerous as this, as this Gamecocks team is. Yeah. 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 All right. We're going to do some rapid fire predictions here and then we're going to sign off. All right. So buckle up your chin strap. Put your seatbelt on, Mike. Let's do this thing. Ready? Let's do it. Let's yep. do it. All right, here we go. First one, Kansas State at Texas. Texas is favored by four. What you got? Kansas State wins that game outright without Quinn Ewers. I like what you're thinking. I'm going to take a Texas win, but Kansas State covers. Kansas State is basically the Utah of the Big 12. They don't beat themselves. They tackle in the open field well. They pursue well. Uh, they're coached well. Um they want to send uh, send Texas out of the Big 12 pack in the same way Kansas has done Oklahoma. Speaking of Oklahoma, Oklahoma travels to Oklahoma State for what is the last of we know of Bedlam. Uh, Oklahoma State is at plus six, so they like OU here. What you got? I think Oklahoma has been playing above their level for part of the season. They've been playing bad football for – Two weeks. We'll see if it turns into three. I'm going to stand by, uh, even though I just went against it, picking uh, Kansas State. I'm going to stand by home teams this year in this game uh, because I think that can't, Oklahoma could be looking at what they've lost. Obviously, this is a rivalry where you expect them to be out for blood and continue to do what they've done. Okie lot, outright, man. They win this game. They've turned their season around from a terrible start, and they're going to keep it going on Saturday. Okay. I would like Oakey Light if uh, Oklahoma wasn't coming off a loss to Kansas. I just don't see a narrative where they do this back-to-back weeks. I'm going to take Oklahoma outright. I feel you. Washington at Southern Cal. Washington plus three. So they like USC here. What you got? Uh, I might have sent that to you incorrect. They like Washington in this. I'm I'm 99% confident. I'll find it as I'm telling you what I expect in this game. And what I expect in this game is that it could be played on the moon? Yeah. Uh, looking here at the ESPN app. I see it, yeah. So, so Washington minus three. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. Washington is a three-point road favorite in Los Angeles. Doesn't matter if they play it on the moon. This is Washington's get-right opportunity for their offense. That's been lackluster the last couple of weeks. Yeah. They're also right outside the playoff four looking to, to get further into that. They're going to make a statement. They're winning this game by 10-plus. By I like it a lot. I'm going to take Washington as well. Washington went outright. Uh, a high-powered office, offense like Washington, USC doesn't have a pulse on defense. Washington might win by 40. They they very well might. They might win by 40. Oregon State at Colorado. Colorado plus 13 and a half. What do you got? Oregon State wins this game. I think they cover uh, – Colorado, like Missouri, uh, no, like LSU, best chance to win, make it a shootout. Oregon State doesn't allow that to happen a whole lot. Uh, Colorado fighting for bowl eligibility, 
Nebraska has a better path to bowl eligibility at this point. I've been meaning to say that yeah. on this podcast. Uh, I don't like Colorado in this game. They'd have to turn it into a shootout. I think Oregon State covers that two touchdowns, two touchdown fa- uh, favorite that they are. Yeah, Oregon State's physical, and nobody is talking, in addition to uh, being physical, nobody's talking about former Clemson quarterback DJ Uyagalale, who is only doing exceptionally well up in Corvallis. Oregon State wins, Colorado covers. Notre Dame at Clemson, Clemson plus three. What do you got? This is the second time that I can think of just this year that Clemson is a home underdog, and boy – is there every reason in the world for them to be a home underdog at this point? Notre Dame no longer playing for for many playoff aspirations and hopes like they had early in the season doesn't matter. They're not going to be the team. Marcus Freeman's team is not going to be the one where Clemson gets right, which I say half heartedly because they're already four and four. Yeah. They're heading towards four and five. Notre Dame wins this game. They cover that three point spread. Okay, yeah, I'm going to take Notre Dame outright as well. Clemson has too many offensive woes. Notre Dame does not have offensive woes. Cade Clubland is – you don't know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get with Sam Hartman. Give me Notre Dame outright. Texas A&M, minus three at Ole Miss. What do you got? Well, I might have sent you that one incorrect as well because Oklahoma – I'm sorry, Ole Miss is the favorite there. That's probably on me. Uh, My bad. Can Ole Miss – no, no, you're good. That's on me. Can Ole Miss do the things that Tennessee did to Texas A&M in a similar spot, being the home team? I'm afraid that they cannot. We'll learn a lot about Lane Kiffin in this spot, I think. I do think because of the the variety that he has on offense versus uh, what Texas A&M has been at times, the trajectory that they've been on, mm-hmm. I think Ole Miss gets this win. I'm going to say even though it's three, Texas A&M covers Ole Miss wins. Okay. All right. I'm going to take Ole Miss outright. Ole Miss is too balanced. Judkins in the backfield. Uh, Jackson Dart is playing really well. Uh, it's at uh, or it's in Oxford. Uh, A&M is they're improved from previous years, but uh, just just not enough. Uh, they lost to a Tennessee team where Joe Milton threw for 100. Jackson Dart is going to do better than that. They lost for a Tennessee team who uh, ran for 230-something. Quichon Junkins can, can do that himself. Um, give me Ole Miss. Arkansas at Florida. Florida, minus six. What do you got? Boy, this is as much as I want to say Jacksonville State beats South, uh, South Carolina. Do I want to say Arky finds a way in this? I don't see it, man. I don't even know how they have any fight left. They got six losses. I believe they're two and six on the year. They're a mess. It, it hasn't it hasn't worked out like anyone wanted it to or projected that it might. Florida covers. They win this game by probably two touchdowns or maybe more. Um, the only thing that is not of of great great setup for them is that it is a noon kick, so they could sleepwalk into it. They're wearing black jerseys, though, I think, so they're probably not going to do that. Florida's going to win by 17 to 21, probably, at minimum. Florida's wearing black jerseys? I think that's correct. I, I saw it earlier in the year. Let me see if I can find it. I don't, oh, my gosh. Every, everybody's doing this crap. While you're looking at that, I'm going to take Florida uh, to cover as well. Uh, it's at home. Uh, this might be the end of Sam Pittman just with how poorly this has gone. Um, KJ Jefferson is obviously a stud. Rocket Sanders is obviously a stud. They're just not doing the thing, though. They're just not doing it. It's not happening. Uh, and Graham Mertz, the, the the preseason guy that was doubted by everybody, is, is defying 
the expectations that were set against him. Give me the Gators at home. And then we got Georgia Tech at Virginia. Virginia, minus two and a half. It's an odd-numbered game. That's all I need to see. Virginia <laughs> Virginia gets the win over Georgia Tech. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Georgia Tech defies the odds. Give me Georgia Tech outright. You got to like their trajectory. Of course, you're Virginia on the uh, uphill climb as well. But uh, give me Georgia Tech in the upset. I like it. Uh, uh, I can see either one. I'm just going to ride the numbers at this point. And I got one question for you before we do wrap the puppy up. We got one more. Oh, my bad. Got yep. about one. Miami minus five and a half at NC State. NC State is not a basketball school, supposedly. I forgot about Miami. You see, I thought they were. I thought Miami was a basketball school here lately, so I forgot about their football program and, and you wanted to talk about this game. I do think they win this one. Um, I could see this game going a number of different ways. I do think Miami wins this game, but North Carolina uh, State covers the five and a half, you said? Five and a half. Yeah, Miami wins, North Carolina State covers. Man, we think alike. Miami wins, NC State covers. I'm doing the same thing. Uh, if Miami comes out of Raleigh with a loss, they can still win if they will drop their contract with Adidas and go with Nike. What do you got? I got one question for you. It's not a uh, score prediction. It is a over-under on minutes played. Nico Iamaliava, over-under 16 minutes played. Over. I'm with you. I take the over on that as well. But I would have said the Boston, same thing against Austin P. We would have. We would have. Uh, and and the, the bad setup is that UConn has given up 38-plus points one time this year to Duke, I believe, or maybe they gave up exactly 38 to Duke. Yeah. Bad news, they're a one-win football team that should allow Tennessee to, to flex some muscles to get some guys in. The starters should be playing for that, get them a break before this, yeah. this stretch of Missouri and Georgia. Uh, I'm going over. For sure. For sure. The real question is who would win in a matchup, UConn or Jacksonville State? That's going to be all for this episode of Pandemonium Reigns. We've taken too many shots at the Gamecocks and Shane Beamer. Thank you guys so much, so much for hanging out with us. Hope you enjoyed this episode, episode 112. It keeps coming upon us. We've got about four games apiece per school left in the college football regular season. Make sure you enjoy it. Thanksgiving will be here before you know it. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you again so much for hanging out with us. Make sure you hit like and subscribe and follow. It does wonders for the algorithm, and we do wonders for your ears every time you turn us on. We love you guys. I'm Dan. He's Mike. God bless. Go Vols. Here we go. Pandemonium reigns. 